0: The Very Serious Crafts podcast is on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash seriouscrafts to support our podcast. Find out about our Patreon half-stitched episodes and more.
1: Hello, and welcome to season four, episode two of the Very Serious Crafts Podcast. I'm Molly from Wild Olive. And I'm Haley from
0: Red Handled Scissors and the Bones and Bobbins Podcast. And today we'll be talking about scrimshaw and crafting with teeth.
1: Uh-huh. Because,
0: you know, I'm from the Bones and
1: Bobbins Podcast. Uh huh. And yet, who suggested that we talk about this today?
0: It's true. I had nothing to do with this.
1: Yes. (laughs) Who would have thought? Who would have thought? When I
0: opened the document for the first time, I was
1: like, "Yes." (laughs) yes! I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Also joining us, at least in this moment, is Darcy Cat, who has settled in quite nicely on my lap right now. But she has been very talkative lately, so we'll see. Oh my goodness, she's like stretching her head backwards. Aww. She's really quiet right now, but I'm just gonna say she might get loud, so be prepared for that.
0: Yeah, well, there was a lot of kitten talk in, well, I don't think in our recording, but when we were hanging out before yes. recording. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I feel like our audience would welcome cat sounds
1: yeah i i think it's it's just part of the the normal background sounds at this point i agree yeah yeah not a problem Mm -mm. (laughs) so uh
0: before we jump into talking we want to give a shout out to our serious friends of the very serious crafts podcast who are supporting us at patreon.com slash crafts. Many thanks once again to everyone who has stuck with us while the show was on hiatus. Yeah. You're the best. And we
1: really appreciate uh, you sticking around. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I smell crayons. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) <laughs> totally random, but, like, you know how, like, like Crayola crayons have a very distinct smell? It's, like, come out of nowhere. What is somebody doing in my house? Weird. It's a ghost. It's a crayon ghost. <laughs> it's a crayon ghost. I
0: don't know. Yeah. Wouldn't that actually be kind of funny to have, like, an elementary school teacher ghost who showed up with crayon scent?
1: Yeah, that would be really accurate, I think. Um, I think so too.
0: Also, I will maybe just say... maybe somebody's doing hairdryer art.
1: This, well, it's weird because I was actually thinking at some point it would be interesting to have a whole conversation about crafting with crayons in different ways. So, I think that this is a sign that we that needs to come up in a future episode. Okay. All
0: right. Okay. I'm, I I'm in. All right. Um, yeah. I actually I have Crayola did I. And you probably know this. Maybe you even told me this. I don't remember. Um, they have an entire box dedicated to skin tones. Yes. And I am obsessed with them, but I have had no actual reason to purchase them.
1: Uh-huh. But I
0: want to buy them because I want I want them to sell out and have to make more and like yeah. for there to be a demand for them. Yes. Um. So if we're going to talk about crayon crafts and i'm gonna have to do crayon crafts and so
1: now you have a reason to buy those crayons yes yeah also i will say they make matching colored pencils so just for uh, everyone's shh. reference
0: i don't need to know
1: <laughs> we'll we'll come up with an episode on pe- colored pencils at some point too then uh ooh, i have lots of thoughts on uh, colored
0: okay ooh crafts okay and resin Oh! Oh! Yeah! 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 All right. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. Well, anyway, we'll that add is not what we're supposed to no. be talking about
1: today. Um. We are talking about Scrimshaw was the first part that came up, and crafting with teeth. Now, if you are unfamiliar with Scrimshaw, as I was recently, although my mother tells me how could you, how could you not know what Scrimshaw is? You were homeschooled, as if that's like a natural thing that goes together.
0: I would say, how could you not know what Scrimshaw is because you're Midwestern?
1: <laughs> I This is not something that I have really looked into. Now, once I looked it up and saw it or had a conversation about it with my mom, <laughs> I I know what it is. I just didn't know the name. So if you are like me and you are unfamiliar scrimshaw i'm judging you (laughs) (laughs) i'm not judging you i i you're you're just like me and uh (laughs) i mean you we could judge each other anyway but uh scrimshaw is the craft or art if you will of carving into bone or ivory and it came out of the whaling industry especially you would have sailors with you know some extra time on their hands when they weren't actively whaling and so they would carve into the teeth of whales or into ivory or, you know, like, all of these different things. You see it a Mm -hmm. lot on, like, um, knives with ivory handles. And, in fact, you can still buy, like, a kit, a scrimshaw kit that includes uh, a bone-handled knife to to carve. And, Mm -hmm. you know... Yeah, I
0: think it's usually deer bone.
1: Yeah, and there's different, you know, there's different varieties and obviously... you know, Foe. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, none, I, none of this conversation is about like you shouldn't like be actively going and getting ivory, you know, new ivory. That's terrible. No,
0: that's but, illegal. Un, well, but you, you know what even I mean. Sell like, sell ivory, but you know um, that is before or that is made after a certain time period. It's but, it's a whole yeah, thing in it the antique world.
1: You know, not not suggesting anything. Oh, see, there's the cat. She would like to leave. Hold on. Yes. Bye. <laughs> uh, Bye, yes. Darcy. So obviously, not suggesting anything uh, illegal or even that is not ethical.
0: Oh, that, yeah. You exactly. know, obviously, well, we're setting
1: those things aside here.
0: And I don't think that Scrim that uh, Scrimshaw was like in. The maritime context, like, the reason that I know um, a lot about Scrimshaw is I lived on Mackinac Island. There you go. um, And there, a lot of different places had some extremely large and ornate pieces. Wow. um, And, like, really big and really detailed, like, carvings of ships and things like that. And so, like, most of the time these were either found mm-hmm. um found materials or they were materials that came specifically from the processing of an actual purposefully yes. hunted yeah creature yeah which as your local vegan I go I don't but also <laughs> as your local witch I might go look for bones in the woods so
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, just wanted to, like, make that clarification up yeah, front yeah, in yeah. the in the conversation. But, uh, yeah. Nobody I,
0: kill anything yeah. or buy anything illegal.
1: Right, exactly, that. But when I was looking into it, and this came up for a project that I'm working on, which sounds, again, it seems so weird to, like, what would you, you know, I, it's an assignment. I, I'm. This is I, actual I work. I want
0: to know more about how that came up.
1: Well, I have been, <laughs> I have been, um... For like the last year or so, I've been working on projects for a an online learning forum mm-hmm. that uh, they have a theme each month, and so they give me the theme, and I come up with something along those lines. And the the theme this coming you know month that I'm working on stuff for is uh, whales, Moby Dick, uh things water things that go on like um a maelstrom uh not the not the ride at Disney World but the former ride <laughs> at Disney World uh so interesting thing and I, so I was you know brainstorming ideas and my mom said oh well you should just do scrimshaw and uh <laughs> one thing led to another so as i was looking it up though you know, doing my research for the project I was going to work on, I found it very interesting to see what is currently happening in this in this art. And there's a guy, and his name is, I think it's Robert dansick and he has the website fauxbone.com, and he shows you how to... I feel to... like I need to be friends with this person. Here's the thing that's really cool. When you look at his... Like, he's been doing this a long time, and there's YouTube videos... That you can see him from probably 20 years ago. Like, he made this video uh, series, like, probably on VHS. Probably goes Uh back more than 20 years ago. And And then now, seeing him now, he's been doing this a very long time. He clearly knows what he's doing. And he has actually a faux bone product that you can buy and cut out pieces and work with it. And he has... A whole bunch of different techniques for jewelry making and and other things working with this faux bone and it was really it was really cool Oh,
0: cool yeah there's there's a project tile with glasses and we all know how much i like many different varieties of glasses
1: yeah so um so that was my first thing that i found and i was yeah, like i just made cool. it to
0: his website to be clear yeah.
1: yes yeah, <laughs> yeah. um but I also knew that for the type of thing that I was working on, I couldn't ask people to order this faux bone material from him. That's not how this particular kind of project sure. would work. So I wanted to see what I could find in working with um, polymer clay. I thought that that, was, a, was... that was where I went, mm-hmm. you know. And I so I did a search and I came up on this website. Uh, I put it in our, our, I might actually include it in the show notes, but I I clicked on the site and it's clearly an old site. It has not been, you know, it doesn't look like a modern website. It is just a page, a very long page full of text, text, text. And I was so overwhelmed by it. And I thought, oh no, what's going to happen here? Uh, But again, there's lots of information that's on um, making or working with faux ivory, especially in with polymer clay so i was like okay all right well i know that this is a possibility that's Uh, interesting uh i I could see how that could work yeah so i you know i was kept looking found more uh polymer clay tutorials before or after again there's i've seen different things but before tends to be the the thing and i um there's Different, like, mixes of colors that you want to work in. You'd use some translucent. You Some of them you laminate it, basically, by, you know, like as if you were making croissants. If you've watched The Great British Bake Off, um, you would put, like, your white clay, and then you put some little chunks of translucent clay. And you work in a little bit of ivory clay, and then you layer it all together, and you flatten it, and you, you know, you keep adding, you know, folding and building up layers so that you get kind of some variation of not just color, but also the translucency, which is, which adds to the, the authentic, the authentic look. Um, yeah. So I thought that was, Wow, I found you that, can
0: buy it in sheets.
1: Yeah. It's, you know, there's a whole, like, I feel like it's a whole new uh world of crafting that I've stumbled upon. I also found a And I love it, it's creepy. <laughs> Uh, less creepy is the um, tutorial I found on Design Sponge for oh fine I well you know <laughs> basically they took like plastic or ceramic like white um, hardware knobs and they used that to scratch designs into that carve designs into that and then add with with screenshot you.
0: I know exactly you know, you put, what that project is. You put like
1: coloring mm-hmm. into the all of the scratch marks so that they show up. Um that would yeah. be typical I for think an I think I featured show, it
0: on Craft back yeah, in the
1: day. It's, it's <laughs> it 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 as being from 2013. So clearly this has been That would around, have been you know? solidly when yeah. I was there. So yeah. The um the result of that I would say I it's, it's it's okay. It doesn't I wouldn't say that it gives you a real authentic look to it because it's yeah. you know the the coloring is a little bit off but I I pulled out I pulled out my clay and I didn't even get into lots of of um color mixing yet but I made a I made a piece to start out with I carved a teeny tiny adorable narwhal onto it and oh. because you know you have to go you have to go whales and and maritime theming with your with your scrimshaw carving in in this context anyway so yeah uh so i did that i tried putting a little bit of color into the grooves before or the you know the carved lines before i baked it and didn't love how that was working i tried doing it with like with pastels which i had seen as a technique for a different Hmm. uh ivory polymer clay tutorial didn't love how that looked went ahead oh also used tips though that Robert Danzig shared for you know aging the faux bone stuff that he used and it worked really really well even on the clay baked my piece and then I rubbed um just some watered down black brown paint into the lines Mm -hmm. and wiped stuff down tell you what this was like for just a just give this a shot in the dark and see how this version comes I out. I just got with tips. rid of all that paint. <laughs> oh. I bet you could find something else that would work. Well, okay, yes. Yeah. But But it was still. really it it came out really well for just a quick try at it. So Who okay. knew? Who knew? No no real bones or teeth certainly though were in this. I did shape it sort of like a tooth. So, you know,
0: <laughs> I'm I'm delighted. Um, teeth crafting has weirdly come up a lot in my life recently. <laughs> um, for several reasons, some of which are obvious and some of which may not necessarily be. Um, the obvious being that I'm creepy. <laughs> the uh, so I follow a lot of artists who are also creepy Mm
1: -hmm.
0: on Instagram, and I also have another podcast that is about the intersection of crafting and creepy things. Yeah. So, um, this is kind of in my wheelhouse. Like, the real deal is kind of in my wheelhouse. And so there have been there's sort of been a lot of discussion recently. I, I think it comes up in waves like most crafts yeah. Um most crafts do, but um about preserving teeth and preserving like how you might go about making jewelry out out of it and things like that. And then, also, there's a lot of things that are not teeth, but are made to look like teeth and be the size of teeth. And oh. I don't always understand why they aren't just using teeth. But
1: I don't understand why they aren't just to using do,
0: teeth. <laughs> all you need to do is go to a dentist's office that is remodeling that hasn't done so since the 50s, and their walls are filled with teeth. What? Oh, yeah. Well, haven't, in your medicine cabinets, do you have the little slot in the back of your medicine cabinets for razors? I don't know that I've ever. Because that goes right into the walls.
1: I've never thought or noticed that.
0: Well, in old medicine cabinets, there's a little slot in the back, and it's for getting rid of razors. Um, And so when people remodel old homes, there are. Find walls filled with razor blades. Okay. Which isn't... Like, it makes total sense when you understand... Sure. ...what was happening. Um, I don't know that I would have chosen to put them directly into the wall. Yeah. Whatever. But similarly, um, getting rid of teeth, it was not uncommon to have a slot in the wall and just... Like to get rid of them okay yeah so it's that is a thing that happens um probably don't go knock on your local dentist's office and be like hey are your walls filled with teeth okay
1: but you Um, know the next time that i'm in for a dental appointment i'm going to have to i mean you always have to figure out things to talk about when they have their hands in your mouth so oh yes
0: well, I mean, do ask. Unfortunately, my dentist's office is much newer than that.
1: Uh, mine but... is in
0: an old house,
1: so I don't think... Oh, then you've got razor blades and teeth. <laughs> uh, they haven't been there a super long time, though, so I'm going to guess that they just have the razor blades. <laughs> yeah. All right, so,
0: um, moving along to actual teeth yeah. and crafting. Uh-huh. Um... Teeth have long been used as um, memorial jewelry or memento mori. Sure. And, um, like, not dissimilarly to hair. Um, And sometimes it's made into fine jewelry. Mm -hmm. Um, It's also polishable and carvable. So there are some contemporary artists let me see if i can find the woman that i was talking about or that i was thinking about um so there's a woman who is making jewelry out of human teeth as of 2016 um because of the lack of availability of legal ivory um and it's a really good substitute for yeah ivory um and this is one of the ways that excessive waste within the meat industry mm-hmm. can be dealt with um because yeah well you know the things um so a designer in luxembourg um called Lucy Majerus is creating a project called human ivory Hmm. and uh it was inspired by the excess in um animal processing and she is making very like fine jewelry um but out of teeth that have been rounded and polished so yeah. they look kind of like pearls. Oh, and cool. so there are four mementos um but not necessarily um remembrances. And so they are like current very interesting fine jewelry made with teeth. Oh my and goodness. Yeah, I just...
1: Do you see it? I just saw it. Okay.
0: Yeah. Wow. So, like, she makes really, really beautiful jewelry. And there are a lot of people who have, throughout history, made tooth jewelry. Um, Rings, like having teeth set in ring settings Mm -hmm. is pretty common. And a lot of our parents kept our baby teeth absolutely and which nobody thinks is weird I, but consider i still think that, it's a little weird <laughs> that your parents kept tiny discarded bones yeah of yours
1: uh-huh in a box um I, I may have actually saved some of my own teeth because i don't we didn't have like the whole like there was not like this big tooth fairy facade here like it was kind of like th- a thing but not really I didn't well, think they were actually a lot went of away. You. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> that's that's too much to keep undercover. Yeah, <laughs> but my mom definitely has my teeth in a weird container. Um, and so, when my kittens were teething, I was like, "Hmm, th- this feels like an opportunity to do something very creepy <laughs> and very delightful." So, we only found two of our kittens. Teeth, usually they, it's rare that you find them because yeah. usually they just eat them accidentally <laughs> yeah. while they're having food and they get some calcium. Mm-hmm. But uh, we found two of them. And so I went down this rabbit hole about how to, like, if there are things that needed to be done to preserve them, Um, I don't know what I want to do with them. I don't. I, I don't think I don't think I want to make anything like outwardly disturbing I think sure. I would like to make something beautiful probably jewelry maybe a brooch but mm-hmm. like
1: mm-hmm.
0: where the teeth would be incorporated into it not um, not as shock value yeah and so there are so many more reference areas on the internet for how you preserve human teeth that you aren't trying to put back into your mouth um
1: because the process would be different if you were trying to put that back into your mouth uh yeah and and keep keep your tooth uh intact yeah Uh,
0: yeah so um There's also, weirdly enough, if you search this, you should maybe be warned (laughs) that there's an entire movement for preserving baby teeth because they contain stem cells. Oh. And it's a whole thing. I actually did not have time to go down that rabbit hole to know if it was, excuse me, it's scientifically sound. I do not know. But
1: still interesting you're gonna
0: have to <laughs> scroll past a lot of that okay uh, to get to how to preserve teeth but there are so many different tutorials about like bleaching them and polishing them and sealing them yeah um, like to truly make them like heirloom quality materials yeah and I mean teeth are teeth you don't need to do any of that but teeth do become discolored and like if you want a brilliantly Mm -hmm. colored um piece of art that is that is something you can do and you can also do teeny tiny miniature like scrimshaw that would be that would be amazing (laughs) yeah so like using a tooth as a bead yeah with that um but my favorite of the tooth-related crafts that immediately came to mind when I saw your topic was um, there is an 18th century piece of ceramic art because ceramic has long been used to as the... Um, like the faux ivory of right. not yeah. being like being
1: able to have. Yeah, ivory. like an alternate material, basically, yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: Yes. Oh wait, no, I'm wrong. This oh. one's actually real ivory. Oh. But um but there are similar yeah. uh designs what I'm going to say. Um uh toothworms were at that time period thought to be what caused toothaches. Okay. Um, because cavities Yeah. Weren't a known thing. So people assumed that there were worms in, in, like, a a parasite. Yeah. Um, And so there is this tooth-sized, extremely detailed ivory statue of a molar that you can open up. And inside um, shows the tooth worm and then... On the other side, there is like the torment of demons in hell. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and it, it's but very it's, dramatic. But you um, said it's. And the tooth it's, worm is definitely like eating people. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah, a whole
1: thing. Yeah. And you said it's tooth sized. Yeah. Wow. It's
0: uh, 10.5 centimeters.
1: So. Wait. A little, maybe a little larger than tooth size. Ten point five centimeters or millimeters? Centimeters. Centimeters. Okay. I, think. Uh, I don't know. I okay. Yes. Okay. I, I, yes. I okay. have not seen it. Um, but
0: it's with roots and stuff. Right. So right. It's right. Like okay, the full sized tooth. So wait, I'm looking at that now. Okay, so it is. It's like a hand size. Okay. Um, statue. Okay. This is all but, right. This is working for me now.
1: Now it's yeah. making sense. Okay.
0: So apparently, the idea of the toothworm being the cause of toothache uh, originated in Mesopotamia around 1800 BC. And wow. this sculpture was made in the 18th century in France. Okay. And I will link a picture to it because it's, yeah. it's just a really neat, like, historical artwork, but also. Like, of a subject that you wouldn't expect, but that was extremely recognizable and relatable at the time.
1: That is... that I find that to be very interesting in itself, and clearly made by a very serious crafter.
0: Oh, too, yeah. So. I mean... Yeah. And a very, very skilled carver. Yeah. Yeah. But... Wow.
1: But, yeah. Well... So that is... This has been... Those are my
0: thoughts on teeth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this has been very interesting, and... I I like it. I like we make faux teeth to do a craft. We use real teeth to do a craft. It's all good. Yeah,
0: I mean, there are just so many options, but teeth broadly as a material and as a shape. Yeah. Yeah. Are really popular. Um, They're having like an artistic resurgence right now. And so all of these older examples are also coming up um, when people are talking about. Yeah new art so Hmm. Hmm. i just i find that to be both interesting and slightly disturbing
1: yes it it's yeah i feel like there's something to be said about how like crafting makes you smile but also there's something about like a creepy smile that could come into play with the teeth crafting (laughs) too so i don't know but huh things to think on well, I mean, your own teeth aren't creepy, but someone else's teeth are. Someone's. Creepy. A- yeah, that's what I was thinking like going and asking for a random person's teeth to make things with feels a lot harder to get past than my I own teeth or even a family member's you. teeth.
0: <laughs> I think they come <laughs> to you.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: If you are an artist.
1: Well, who I mean, works you know, teeth. seeking seeking teeth from the uh from the dentist's office. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't think they can give those to you if they're not yours.
1: I, honestly, I hope not.
0: <laughs> I think it's a biohazard.
1: <laughs> oh well, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Uh, that's how they be w- anyway, handling them now. That yeah, is good. That's a good place. A good place to end this episode. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes,
0: yes. Before we go any further into that rabbit hole, because we all know
1: I would go further yes. into that. Yes, as it is, we've bitten <laughs> off more than we can chew. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Joke. And I had to I had to I appreciate oh that <laughs> all
0: right and on that note thanks for listening to the Very Serious Crafts podcast you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Serious Crafts and on Facebook at Very Serious Crafts you can also find show notes and all things Very Serious Crafts at VerySeriousCrafts.com And finally, if you're a fan of the Very Serious Crafts podcast, please leave us a five-star review on whichever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Good ratings help us show up in recommendations, which helps more people who love crafting find us. And it's also totally fine if you want to, you know, leave a five-star review, but say, oh my goodness, never talk about teeth again.
1: (laughs) That would be fair. Yeah,
0: that would that's be fine. Fair. Yeah. No, we support you in that. Yeah. I think right. so.
1: <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>